Hello, I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to the Simply Convivial Audio Blog, episode 33. Welcome to the Simply Convivial Audio Blog, short but meaty focus sessions to help you keep your head in the game as a homeschooling mom. Season six is all about plans, school plans, organization plans, and how to use those plans to keep you convivial instead of frustrated. That's right, your attitude matters more than the plan itself. But that doesn't mean a good plan won't make a significant difference. If you're getting ready for homeschool planning or you feel like you're missing something in your plans, I highly recommend Plan Your Year by Pam Barnhill. When you purchase Plan Your Year, you not only get planning forms, the best step-by-step guide out there, and a Facebook support group, you also get several bonus audio sessions, one of which is an hour-long conversation Pam and myself had on overcoming obstacles in our homeschool days. For podcast listeners only, use the discount code CONVIVIAL for 20% off Plan Your Year at planyouryear.net. Why make plans? We might think that making a plan and working a plan is all about the planner, the app, the method, but the truth is that how we think about our planning going into it matters tremendously. I remember very vividly being struck by a line of poetry by T.S. Eliot, once quoted by Sandy Rollins, dreaming of systems so perfect that no one will need to be good. I wasn't ready for that when I first heard it. What I really, really wanted was a system so perfect that I wouldn't have to expend any effort at all. I could just hum along doing whatever I wanted and everything would just work out. It turns out life doesn't work that way. And the line haunted me and was there in my head when I needed it. The problem isn't with setting up systems. Systems can help us reduce decision fatigue so we don't get so worn out by the dailiness of life. What is a problem is the search for a system that will make life easy. I do not have a system that will make life easy because easy is not the goal in life. God's goal for our lives is our sanctification. That's not an easy road, but it is a good one. And if our eyes and our aims are fixed on growth instead of check marks, on building rather than on success, then our attitudes will be aligned with reality, the reality that God does not let us control our outcomes, but he does call us to faithful obedience and stewardship. Therefore, our purpose in learning to make better plans and work them out more effectively is to serve well, not prove ourselves. The reason we care about planning at all is that we want to fulfill the responsibilities God has given us. We want to be ready and willing to meet the good works that God has laid out for us to do, and then, as Paul writes, do so more and more. We have to shift our mindset about planning from one that seeks control to one that seeks faithfulness. Proper productivity comes from engagement, not control. Too much of our planning comes from a desire to control the outcome, to get what we want, to be in charge. But if we want to be truly effective, Our planning needs to be about being prepared and ready, not about being in control. Because, of course, we aren't in control. God is. And we can trust him. He will throw things our way that we don't expect. Sometimes we will immediately see how what he had is better than what we were planning. But most of the time, what he sends looks like trouble and problems 
and even disaster. But responding in faith is seeing that nothing comes to us by chance, but from his fatherly hand. So we can move forward, whatever comes, knowing that his hand is in it. And there is a path of faithful obedience in front of us. That's what matters. Following the path of faithfulness, wherever that path winds and twists. And now it's time for this season's Clever Curriculum Connection, Latin. Being consistent with Latin over the years has been a struggle, and one I have not always won. My oldest began Latin for Children Primer A when he was eight, and four years later, he was only three quarters of the way through Latin for Children Primer B. I'm sure glad Dr. Perrin's favorite motto is Festina Lente. In my years of Latin inconsistency, we've had to continue to go backward before moving forward, review vocab over and over again, review our grammar again, because you just can't build on a foundation that isn't there. In the end, I think this is what will actually help their forward progress in Latin, because we ended up not moving forward until concepts had clicked. Instead of simply getting into a groove and moving on when they could give a right answer without comprehension, just as students should be drilled in their math facts until their second nature, and this could take the entirety of their elementary education, so we keep revisiting what case means, what conjugating means, what declining means, not to mention how to do them. A few years ago, consistency became more possible for us. And I spent the first two terms of school really focusing in on getting our Latin consistent and solid and prioritized. I went through many iterations of weekly Latin assignments before I found one that flowed and worked for us. I'm not sure this will work for you, but I offer it as a starting place. This is the routine that I used for both of my older boys and will be using for my new Latin students this coming year. Daily, we practice the Latin chants from the current chapter and a previous chapter. Day one, watch a Latin lesson with a DVD. Complete the Latin worksheet for that lesson. Day two, practice reading and oral translation with mom. Complete that lesson's derivatives worksheet in the workbook. Day three, fill out a conjugation practice sheet, homemade. Copy the lesson's vocab into a Latin copywork spiral notebook. Day four, complete the lesson's quiz in the workbook. Write two original Latin sentences that contain at least one word from this lesson's vocab. And mom has to be able to conjugate and translate them to check. Day five, Latin translation page, homemade, with sentences from the chapter. Day one might be Monday, but it might also be Wednesday, with the fourth day being the next Monday. Being able to stagger the lessons in that way helps us to keep lessons consistent when more than one child is doing Latin. You can find my homemade Latin practice worksheets, which do work for any Latin program, by visiting simplyconvivial.com audio and choose season six. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating or review in iTunes or Stitcher. And you can also hit the share button and share it on Facebook. At simplyconvivial.com slash audio, you can find all the seasons, the full episode list, and sign up to get an email whenever a new one comes out. Remember, education is repentance. Repent, rejoice, repeat. Repeat.